I feel like now it's all it's awkward. Like we gotta we gotta there's gotta be a happy medium between you can sit with us and you can sit with us. Okay, you ready? Yeah. We're just gonna try it again. Do what feels right. Welcome Welcome to you can sit with us. Can sit with us. Oh, that still feels very formal. Yours is formal. Okay. Hey, welcome. Let's do every other word. Welcome to you can sip. Wit. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the that's per- That flowed. That felt. <laughs> that came off the lips real easy. That just flowed like a river, just, baby. Like a river. Hi. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Hi, guys. Ash. We've got a really good I, I know what you. you're sipping on. Mm-hmm. Or going to be sipping on. And no, I, I think did we open need- one. You did? Okay, what one did you open? Okay, guys, so listen. Mm-hmm. We have a new segment coming up for you today, and this was suggested by one of you in our squad. I don't have your name handy, but one of you sent us a message, thank you, saying that we should do a segment called Sip One for the Team, where we try things and then tell you guys what's the best. So not as formalized as a blind taste test, but still telling you what you need to know to drink. Like, okay. That's what it is. K K A and then a bunch of Y's. K K, thanks K. Hey, yay. Hey, hey, anyway, yeah. And also, I wonder if she got the idea because we did not. But I was listening to last week's episode, and in the beginning, where you are taking warm tequila shots, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why don't you look at ice? You're like, it'll take too long, and then you didn't have an orange either. And I'm like, the only thing you have going for you is the cinnamon sugar, and you're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. Okay, you're taking one for the team. Mm-hmm. And then she rightfully needs to be our branding manager said, hey, and I don't know if that's where she got it. But as I was listening, I thought, oh, yeah, sip one for the team. That makes it's makes just too perfect. Yeah. So today we're going to sip one for the team and we're going to try a handful of ciders because mm-hmm. fall hard ciders. Yeah. Square that up. So yeah. we got that coming up for you guys. It's not going to be get this. Chad, we need a sound effect that's like, it's not going to be an apples to apples comparison. Oh, get it. Also, I'd like to give Chad a It doesn't need to be. What? Chad a shout out. Um, (laughs) Chad a shout out for coming through on the Halloween effects last episode. And Chad, cue them again because I got some spooky stories for you ash actually this whole episode's gonna be spooky because we got ciders which are not spooky but then you guys we're gonna murder mystery it up together yes and ash i have a little surprise for you <gasps> it's not don't get your hopes it's not like remember when i texted you and i'm like hey i got the murder mystery thing and if it doesn't go well i've got something in my back pocket yes. uh-huh. i'm gonna spook the shit out of you later Okay. Whoa. okay. Um, but Chad, spooky season. So this one comes from Lainey. This is a spooky stalker story. This is true. We've heard from Lainey before. She's written into Patreon. Patreon's where you get your Friday episodes, you guys. You got to hang out with us there too. Okay. Lainey says, hello, ladies. I have a spooky story for you 
both that happened about a week ago. I'm a freshman in college and live in a dorm. A friend of mine went home for the weekend and came back to find that someone had been in her room while she was gone. Her bed was unmade and clearly slept in. All of her photos on the wall had been flipped upside down and thousands, yes, thousands of sticky notes had been left all over the room with random phrases on them. One said the door will lock at five o'clock. Whoever it was made dozens of origami cranes and left them around the room too. There was a half-eaten watermelon on the dresser. The girl's name had been spelled out in sugar on her desk and all windows were left open. Spooky. They also wrote a five-page letter about how sorry they were. For what? We're not sure. Campus police have been notified, so this is an ongoing situation. We'll keep you updated. Yeah. We Thanks need for more. all the laughter and fun twice a week. Love you both, Lainey. I really hope this is just a bad taste prank. What in the hell? Because that is really spooky. Very spooky. Thousands of sticky notes? And yeah. they must have known she was out of town because that have a thought that sounds like they have quite the setup. Like they yeah. knew that there was gonna, they had a lot of time in mm-hmm. there. Oh mm-hmm. God! I okay. wonder who her. I okay. I bet it's the roommate. So she lives in a dorm. She lives in a dorm. Well, wait. Is that the roommate of Lainey who wrote in? It's not. Well, that wasn't her dorm. Don't click on that link I just sent you yet. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was her friend. I don't think it was Lainey's her friend. The roommate. Yeah. Yeah. So whoever the friend's roommate is, is my top suspect. You think? I don't know. Well, I mean, that would make sense, but I'm guessing she doesn't have a roommate based on this. Yeah. Based on Mm -hmm. what she said. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it is. Probably some creep. Yeah. I bet he. Yep. Yeah. He, she. Well, how is the handwriting? Do we know if it's a boy or a girl? Because I feel like handwriting could be five page letter. I don't know. Lainey, Lainey. we need, we're going to need follow up. Yeah. Maybe some pictures too. Cause I'm sure they submitted pictures. Yes. To yes, the yes, yes. 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 Also I'd because like I am, I'm questioning the validity of thousands. You did say thousands. Yes. Thousands, which makes it seem like that's accurate, but thousands plural is a whole fucking lot of sticky notes. And I have a hard time. I don't think, I, I have a hard time believing that. So I need photographic evidence. I, a hundreds, maybe a thousand, even a thousand seems. The reason that I'm thinking this is because, do you remember the prank? We've talked about it before. The best prank I ever did for April Fool's mm-hmm. was sticking out this guy's office. And it yeah. took, there's three of us. And it took us like three or four hours to sticky note all over. Like we literally sticky noted every visible surface that we could like his desk, his, um, his wall. We took pictures off the wall and sticky noted behind that, like everything under his desk on the ground. We sticky noted everything. And I'm not even sure that was thousands. Like, I don't know how much we used, but that was an entire office. So that's why I'm like questioning, is it really thousands? And if it is, we need photographic evidence. We're going to continue this over on Patreon because I know yeah. Lainey's over on Patreon. Yeah. And so patreon.com slash you can sip with, with us if you want follow up on this one. I want follow up as well. Mm-hmm. This one comes from 
another ride or die soul sipper that we know well we went so this is from Catherine. do you remember way back when on instagram when we went live and it was when you were at my house nurse Catherine. yes 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 this is Catherine. oh hey ash and call growing up and this is um the subject line is spooky only watch in daylight hey ash and call growing up we had several encounters with ghosts or spirits whatever you want to call them specifically my mom and i would see them backstory i had debilitating anxiety as a young teen which resulted in me staying with my mom booting my dad to the guest room hashtag sorry dad i woke up countless times in the night to my mom yelling go away get it out from her at a dark figure that was standing over my side of the bed. Oh my god, I have goosebumps. Get it she out would from her? Get away from her. Oh. Go away, get away from her. Okay. Did I say get out from her? You said get it out from her. <laughs> I thought, what is the ghost drunk? This makes no I'm sense. Like, I'm like, I have goosebumps. You're like, okay. Uh, <laughs> she would okay. also often hear someone calling out her name when showering. Spooky shit. I've since moved out, married, lived on my own. But a couple of years ago, my parents got a ring doorbell and caught something super duper spooky on camera. Here's the link to the video. Watch in the lower right hand corner and watch the ghost come towards the house. Hope you guys check it out and hopefully record your reactions. Love the pod and can't wait for a sip squad summit one day. XO Catherine. So I thought I haven't looked at this link you have but i no i haven't but i thought you could share your screen oh yeah can you can. and then we can um show everybody okay my oh, my expectations of ghost here is high so um the reason she probably wants me to share my screen is because we video ourselves recording um so we sh- you could maybe see this on instagram okay i clicked it Oh my God. Okay. All right. So what are we doing? Lower right corner. We're looking at the lower right hand corner. Okay. So someone's leaving. Okay. I'm looking. Okay. He's in the car. (gasps) Oh my God. (gasps) No. No. Wait. No. There's a white orb. Walking. Drayed what? Up. Oh my god, I have goosebumps everywhere right now. Is that? You have got to be kidding okay, me. Okay, so then what? So then what happens? What? So it's it was this white ball orb looking thing walking down. Wow. Was that it? Should we record you, it? Or we re- Well, do you hear and- things? No, because it's coming through your through your computer into your. Oh, ears. you can't hear it. Is the ghost talking? Yeah, there's noise that goes with this. Oh my god! So like it, footsteps. Well, I was hearing like, and now I don't hear anything. Tell them, okay? So the, there was an orb that came walking down this driveway, looking thing or whatever this is, and then went up into the air and up into this like. The ha- into their the house. house but it definitely looked like it was someone walking however they were walking on air at some point that was not an orb oh my god let's see this again yeah oh here it comes <gasps> oh my god it looks what? like it's walking up to the house 
and then it just starts like then it like scales walls it's almost like is that a bug do you think walking on the lens of the camera like but it was like clear and see-through because didn't it look like it was kind of like oh man doesn't it look Oh, like maybe that's on the lens, but then how did it come from around the corner? Right. Well, because if it was on the lens, it was on... Oh, true, true. We need Erica. Well, oh, we do need Erica. And the other thing is, is she said the house is haunted or whatever. She didn't say haunted, but like they have ghosts there. So that's the other thing that's like, okay, well, Well, does does the ghost have... are insects ghosts? Do they ever come back in insect form? I don't see why not. Oh, because I'll tell you something else. Very, that was very insect-like, that movement, so, don't you think? Oh, very, very. So last night, guys, we went camping, came home today. So you're listening, whatever, listening to this, um, listening to this delayed uh, because it is now Tuesday. We recorded anyway, on Sundays. Yeah. Last night, Chris and I are sitting around the campfire and it was chilly out, so I had a blanket, like, tied around, like, wrapped around me like a little burrito, right? right. Mm-hmm. Ben's asleep. Chris gets up to go get something. And the the um, fire's sort of like a glow, like, flickering glow. And I see something, like, out of the corner of my eye, and I look down. And it's, and it's, I'm like, no, what? No, my eyes are adjusting. No shit. It was a spider. Oh! <gasps> Probably the size of of three quarters, three quarters, with huge black legs <gasps> coming up my stomach. Oh my god! What? Yes, on the blanket, on top of the blanket, and I said, "Chris, Chris," and he and he's like, "What? What?" He comes over and he says, "Take that off now!" Like Chris was, like, "Oh my god!" So I, I put the blanket down, and we see the spider. And he stomped on it so hard. We could have just shooken it off, but but, but also you want to make this sure it's, thing, yeah. this was this thing was out to kill. So speaking, yeah. if if that is an insect, Catherine, it is still spooky. All right, you guys, email us your spooky stories. Actually, at you can sip with spiders, us at gmail.com. I'm not done with being spooked. Okay, so the other night, John goes to bed before me. I go to bed at like, you know, eleven thirty or something. And I don't turn any lights on when we do. I don't know if you and Chris do that. If you always go to bed with each other or if one goes after, like if you use your iPhone flashlight, you know, so that's what I was doing. I was like, iPhone flashlight walk. And on by my side of the, by my nightstand, there was a spider, same, same size as what you were just saying, like this big on the baseboard like on the baseboard right by my nightstand. So I went like bend over because I always plug in the kids monitors before I go to bed so that I can, they're in the kitchen during the day. And then, you know, at night I can hear them. So I'm down there by the cords and I see this black thing and I look, and it is a fucking massive spider. And I'm like, ah, John. And so he's like, what, 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 you know, anyway. And I'm like, there's a spider. And so he went and got a fly swatter and came back and, and killed it. And then I thought, 
I had so much trouble sleeping that night and I have had, this was like four nights ago and I've had trouble sleeping every night since or falling asleep since because I'm like, what are the chances that that spider is where I'm going to see it? Like if he was on John's side of the bed, I wouldn't have seen it. If he's in either of my kids' rooms, I wouldn't have seen it. He's right there. And if he was anywhere else in the room, the only reason I saw him was because I, you know, I'm only illuminating where my little flashlight is and it's right where I'm plugging all the shit in. But if he was anywhere else, he would be, you know, he, the yeah. world's his oyster. He can suck oh our my. blood. He can do whatever he wants. And he was Gosh. huge. And so I've been really nervous. Like, do they travel in packs? Was he alone? What is going on? How, do you ever think, is there when a you nest? see a spider in the house, Where's you're the like, nest? how did you get here? Yeah. Where did you come from? Did you crawl all the way around? And like, how are you here? If you mm-hmm. see one by a door or a window, okay, this is where you came from. But there's none of that where he was. That's what I thought last night when it was crawling right. up my where the body. Fuck did that guy I come thought, from? okay, well, where are your friends? Right. It's a Saturday night. You're not, alone. You're not hanging yeah. out alone. You're not by yourself. I know but that I it's. I killed him before I could I know interrogate. You're doing the social distancing, but they're at least six feet. I mean, they're here. They're in my vicinity. Yeah. Six oh, yeah. Feet. They're everywhere. They're probably watching yeah. us right now. Oh, my God. And then they All saw right. you murder their friend and they said, wow, well, this party took a turn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. We're That's out. how she wants to do it. <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh, that is terrifying. All right, a buzz anyway. kill, like an yeah, bzz, insect Girl kill, whatever. Buzz. That was loose. Okay. Hey, when you talk Review about the week. bugs, do you ever think that they're female? I always say like, I don't he. ever think of gender. Well, you said he. You did call the spider it's subconscious a he. then. Uh, okay. So I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just assuming. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what are you transitioning think? to an ad? I well, always I call him a he. No, I was going to give the review of the week. Oh, oh, good, good, good. Yeah. This is from Edison. One five star subject line really got me in a good way. Report a concern. Wait, I'm writing to report a concern. I am addicted to this show. You said subject line really got me in a good way. And and then (laughs) report a concern. And I was like, that's a fucking long subject line. But I realized now you were saying... I really want someone now to write a review with the subject line really got me in a good way. (laughs) Please humor me. Make me laugh. Okay. This one, report a concern. I'm writing to report a concern. I am addicted to this show. (laughs) I talk about Ash and Colic. I know them. Clearly, I don't. I tell people about the pod and how great it is like I'm part of it. But clearly, I'm not, especially but not exclusively about the research from the recent episodes found that truly is, in fact, the best hard seltzer. So that's Mm -hmm. what I've been sipping on. You guys were totally right. Thanks for making me feel like I'm included in the girl gang. Thanks for giving me something to look forward to. Keep on sipping. Love from Portland. You know, and you do know us. We just don't know you. You're like, I feel like I totally know them, even though I don't. But you do. We're pretty, especially if you're on Patreon, like you know us. And I also know the feeling. Do you remember when I used to work at Nike, I listened to John Jane Rich all day long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's a radio DJ, radio DJs. And I would be like living my life and constantly referencing back to like John Jay and Rich said, or John Jay said, or Rich said, or whatever. Like I was just, they were like my friends because I listened to them all day and would always reference back. And so I totally get you and we appreciate you. We do. We appreciate you. you more than you know. Keep keeping up with us on the daily as well as wow. keeping up on your vegetables on the daily uh-huh. with daily, daily harvest. harvest. Oh my gosh, you guys. 
I love Daily Harvest. I love having things clean and delicious, ready to go at my fingertips when I need them. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. They've got smoothie options, bowl options. They even have things like flatbreads and ice cream. They got you covered for lunch or dinner. Okay. Everything stays fresh in the freezer until you're ready for it. And then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. In a matter of minutes, it's ready. I love their bowls so much because I struggle with lunch for whatever reason, just like mm. getting good things. When you're just and I usually am needing them like- pretty quick. Yeah. And I get creative with them. Like I love mixing in just like some protein, whether that's chicken or sausage or even a scoop of peanut butter. Sometimes I just have them on their own. I'll throw an egg in there, but it makes it like I feel so good about myself when I have them. And I love that. That I don't have to worry about things going bad in the fridge, that they're mm-hmm. just there for me when I need them. Yeah. So the flatbreads, you guys, are okay. So we've talked to you guys about the harvest bowls. Those are, they have a whole bunch that are really delicious. I really like the broccoli cheese one. They have a pad thai one. They have a lentil bolognese one, like so many. Right now, I actually just pulled up Daily Harvest to see what's in my my box because you can get them shipped weekly and it's super easy to change, but I have their mint and cacao smoothie. That is insanely delicious. Watermelon and dragon fruit smoothie. And then I have all of their ice cream and their flatbread. We had the artichoke spinach flatbread. And when I made it, John was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, it's not pizza. Okay. But I felt great eating it. I felt light and I loved it. And John is a pizza connoisseur. And he was like, dude, you need to order a bunch of these like get a bunch in the next shipment. So I only had one because I wanted to test it in my last shipment. We're getting all of them. They're so good. You guys have got to try Daily Harvest. You will love the convenience, the ease, and how healthy they are um, while tasting super good. So whether you're doing a home workout, going on a bike ride, or a hike, Daily Harvest is the easiest way to eat undeniably delicious, clean food. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code SIP to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code SIP for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com, dailyharvest.com. All right, let's get to the bottom of the barrel on these ciders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I have had... I don't know, half of this Angry Orchard Hard Cider. So I'm going to move on to the Ace Perry. I've had three quarters of it and I actually really like it. So that Angry Orchard, because I opened up that crisp apple. Okay, so you're doing Ace Perry. So we'll do some of the same ones. Yep. Also, people said that someone sent a message saying, hey, you should rim the glass with the cinnamon sugar for hard ciders. So I did that and it's it's good. Extra folly. Yeah, but I don't feel like okay. it's necessary only because ciders are already very sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but the okay. pumpkin beer was delicious because the beer's a little warmer. So right. it was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Okay, this pear one means business. It's good. It's sweet. It's kind of mild flavor. Does it taste mild to you? Well, I brushed my teeth right before coming mm, on smart. here. You always want to so, do that before you do a drinking challenge. Everything has mm-hmm. a little bit of really a minty to complexity receptors. to it. Mm-hmm. 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 Very minty fresh. You know, this cider tastes minty fresh. I just thought it tastes like a very fresh pear. Okay. All right. There's a little more there. There's a little more there than I thought. The problem, because what I did was I put a little in the glass with the cinnamon sugar rim and 
that was what was I, I was tasting. This actually is quite delicious. I thought it, it tasted quite nice. It is a soft. It is a soft situation. Okay, so it says ingredients. I do like when people put ingredients on here. Fermented apple juice, pear juice, Madagascar vanilla, and then malic acid and sulfate for uh, or sulfite for preservative. But okay, um, I switched to the Two Towns Cider House. Okay, the pear tasted like I'm sinking my teeth into a delicious pear. It had that like softness to it, right? Mm -hmm. This Two Towns Cider House is like I am you. drinking an apple that is almost too early. Okay. You know what I mean? I just opened the Red's Hard App. I, I guess Red's is the brand. Red's Hard Apple Refreshingly... I don't know what the hell this is. Red... I don't know if they have multiple. The brand's Red's and it's called Hard Apple. Mm. I'm not sure. This is one of those things where I feel like I needed to do a blind taste test because judging by the label, I don't think I'm going to like this. You know? Yeah. It just seems like lame. But it actually, I think, tastes good. But in my head, it's like how we feel about White Claw. Well, how I feel about White Claw. I judge White Claw. You know you don't like them, but I judge them knowing it was White Claw. And I feel like maybe I'm, you know, visually judging this. But it is pretty good. It, it definitely tastes like I'm biting into a red apple. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going okay. into the one that I have already picked to be the top in my mind. We'll see if it actually outshines the rest. Right? Is it going to live up? Why it's is it the top the in your legend. mind? Is it, oh, because of lemongrass and it's higher alcohol. Well, that's and got a lot of things going for it. The label. Look at this. Compared oh yeah, that's to the a label you lab. just drank out of. That's a great lab. <laughs> this is a great lab. That's a great lab. Yeah. This is a great a lab. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. well, you know, it and wins it by does. a landslide. It, it is does. so good. Oh my God. I wish I had something fun to drink. I only have Lemon all the basics. So cider? I have, are you kidding me? Yeah, that actually was made for you. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, this one's very good. Whoa, 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 folks. This is a hard uh, job, but someone's got to do it. We are really sipping one for the team right yeah. now. <laughs> I have the Rona. It's allergies, everybody. Don't worry. Uh, this Angry Orchard Green Apple is delicious. Now, green apple sounds like something I would like. Yeah. This is tart. This is fun. This is fresh. This is... Is that a 5%er? They're all 5%. I need something that's give upwards of 6 like you have. I have the one unfiltered that's 6. Okay, so how many ciders do you have? Four. All right. I have 6, so... Yikes. Oh, because you had the Angry had Orchard the, varietals. I had the variety. And pack. you're trying all of them for the team. This right. is good. So my top pick, Call's pick, is the Legend Lemongrass Cider. It's from Incline Cider Company. If you cannot find that at a store near you, my next favorite was the Ace Perry. I liked the pear flavor. And those, trying, I think I liked the flavors okay. over whoa, whoa, whoa. the straight I'm ciders. the Ace Pear next to the Angry Orchard Pear. Ace Pear... It makes a fool out of Angry Orchard. This the thing Ace looks like a solid. dumbass next to, <laughs> next to Ace. Well, even this as you're holding a, it up right this now, This is like if I was sad. in a swimming competition with Michael Phelps. And and I, I was like, I made it to the Olympics, but you know, I'm in lapped. the outer lanes. 
where yeah. the camera's not even on me anymore because <laughs> Michael Phelps is just way the fuck. But I'm and there. every I once in a while, they do the pan up <laughs> and it's like, like you see all the leaders, but then you're like, right. who's that asshole? Who like <laughs> dumbass? Oh, oh, okay. That's Angry that's Orchard. Yeah, that's Angry, that's angry Orchard Pear. Yeah. All right, and so that like, one's oh, a no. that's cute. They let him come. <laughs> How adorable. Okay, so I think my favorite actually is Angry Orchard Green Apple. That's yeah. fresh. That's fresh to death. I'm gonna try this reds again. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Full disclosure, I haven't had lunch. Nor have and the I. impact of that in this moment feels feels significant. But it also feels like the right thing to do. It is the right thing. It's always the right <laughs> thing right. to do. It's always the right thing to do. This is sipping. This is why they call it sip one for the team. Right. We're doing this so that you can have lunch and then have your favorite cider. Right. Get yeah. Okay. So I would say, first of all, invest in Angry Orchard Rosé Cider. I'm pretty confident that's my fave. Secondly, okay. I like Ang- Angry Orchard Hard Apple. And then I like the Ace Perry. Yes. I agree with your Ace Perry. All right. Burping up a storm. Those ciders were a little bit quick. So before we jump into the other stuff, I'm going to spook you. Are you ready? You're going to spook the shit out of me? I'm going to spook the shit out of you. So I Googled last night around the campfire, scary campfire stories. And I read some to Chris. And these are like the classic campfire stories, like the ones that scared you in middle school. So they might not seem scary, but I guarantee you this is going to stick with you tonight. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Do not visit. And Chad, enter in spooky sounds here. So here's a little campfire story for you. Maybe a campfire in the background. Yeah. And like, are you afraid of the yeah, campfire? Like, are you afraid of the dark where they like throw the thing into the fire? And it's like, oh. did you watch that show? No. All right. You didn't? No, I don't think so. You didn't watch Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon? I'm not sure. That doesn't sound familiar. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. Do not visit Lover's Lane. I mean, I think a I young... saw it a time or two, but it doesn't remember. It's not ringing lots of bells. You're canceled. Okay. A young lover went to the movies and stopped at the Lover's Lane for some kissing. Mm-hmm. The boy turned on the radio to set the mood. Just as he reaches his arms around his girlfriend, a news bulletin warns of an escaped murderer who has a hook for a right hand. The man had escaped from a facility from the crim- for the criminally insane. The boy thinks it'll be funny to tease his girlfriend to scare her. He begins to tell her he's sure they are in place in a place the escapee might choose to hide. He goes on and on, terrifying his girlfriend. He hoped she would throw herself into his arms for comfort. However, his plan backfires. His girlfriend insists they leave right away. Reluctantly, the boy drives his girlfriend home. When she gets out, she begins yelling and faints. The young man jumps out and runs around the car. There, on her door handle, a bloody hook. Okay, oh, ready for the next one? That one's going <laughs> to stay with me for a long time. Stay with you. Like I said, these are the campfire stories that you are, you know, you spook each other when you're like in middle yes. school. Okay, we're bringing them back. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a, yeah, that one's <laughs> rough to listen to. It's hard. <laughs> next one. Are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. Are these real stories? Yes. Are these documentary? Oh, okay, okay. These are these are you don't know folklore. 
the truth and 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 the mystery all inter- are interwoven here. Okay. The unheeded warning. A young lady was driving home after a long vacation. Sometime after midnight, a very heavy storm begins, and she notices she is almost out of gas. She sees a sign for a gas station and convenience store and pulls off the interstate to fill her tank. Mm-hmm. The place is obviously open, but deserted, run down, and old. She almost drives on, but concerned she might run out of gas, decides to stop and just get gas. As she pulls in, a tall man with a badly scarred face comes running through the rain. Whoa. He what? pumps her gas and the girl <gasps> rolls her window down just enough to hand him her credit card. He grabs it and runs back inside. The scarred man comes back, tells her she will have to come inside <gasps> because her card was denied and hurries back inside without allowing her to respond. She really doesn't want to go inside and considers driving off without paying. However, she decides to go in very quickly, take care of the bill, and leave as soon as possible. When she gets inside, the man grabs her arm and tries to talk to her. His voice is rough and difficult to understand, and she thinks he may have had his voice damaged in whatever accident scarred his face. The man gets increasingly excited, and the young girl becomes more frantic. She finally wrests herself from his grips, and runs back to her car, leaving the station as quickly as possible. She sees the old man through her back window, yelling and gesturing her to come back, but she keeps driving. She turns on the radio to help relax and sees something move behind her. Mm. She looks in the rearview mirror, just as a man appears in the back seat holding an axe. That is the last thing she sees in this life. The scarred man at the gas station had been trying to warn her. These are going to stick with you. These are going to stick with you. Like I said, Ash, these are little campfire classics. Wow. Let me tell you what's going to fit on your feet, you guys, with Rothy's. They're going to fit so nicely on your little little feet and toesies. Rothy's are the freaking best. They're stylish. They're sustainable. They make shoes and bags made for life on the go. They are the perfect pair for any adventure Anywhere you're going, your Rothy's are going to come with you. Their best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 3,000 near-perfect reviews. And I don't They're have that one. I need it, I guess. Oh, I have them. I love you them. You love it? Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay. They have so many different colors, prints, and patterns. So fashionable. Such a range of styles. But they're seamlessly knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. They're fully machine washable. They are the most comfortable. I have a bright pink, a white pair, and a black camo pair. They are in my constant rotation. I am obsessed. Colleen is obsessed. So check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash sip. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sip. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash sip today. Sign on. Sneak amazing. <laughs> you know, because they're sneaky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. All right, guys. We're going to now cut to a little murder mystery. Who whacked Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Get your paper and pens okay. out. Victim Jack Lumbersky. In the early morning hours of August 22nd, 
Huganum Country Club greenskeeper Jack Limbersky was found beaten to death with a nine iron in his backyard. Mr. Limbersky was in a heated dispute with three of his neighbors regarding a large tree he recently had cut down. <clears throat> Jack. All three neighbors were prime suspects, yet investigators were never, never able to find enough evidence oh. to convict one of them. Your right. job, our job, Sip Squad, is to solve the murder by finding the evidence needed to prove which one of Mr. Lombersky's wow. neighbor killed him. So we had a one in three shot here. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here is who whacked Jack. Who Did you make that up yourself? No, Jack. it says it right here. Who whacked Jack? Your objective. Oh, yeah. Figure out who <laughs> whacked Jack. Who whacked Jack. Okay. All right. So the first piece of evidence that we have is sixty a year. It's a it's a news news article. Yes. Sixty-eight-year-old Huganum man was found murdered in his own backyard early Saturday morning. Officials say Jack Lumberski of 29 Maple Street was discovered by police while responding to a 911 call he placed. He was apparently beaten to death with a five iron. Okay, well, it just said nine iron, so they need to get their shit together. Mm. Mr. Lumberski had been the head greenskeeper for the Huganum Country Club for the past 11 years. Sources say... Lumbersky, who moved into the neighborhood just a few months ago, had been in a heated dispute with some of his neighbors over a tree he recently had cut down. Although new people to the neighborhood, get crazy. people get crazy over yards. Crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, he had developed a reputation as both a meticulous landowner and a bit of a curmudgeon, often heard yelling at neighborhood kids to get off his luscious carpet of Kentucky bluegrass. <laughs> when Carl Spackler, who worked for Lumbersky, Bursky at the golf course was asked about his late boss. He said Lumbersky was arrogant, condescending, and hard nosed, but he sure he had knew it how to coming. Keep the, yeah, he had it coming. How to keep the course in great, sh great shape. I'm sure the fairways will miss him. Nobody else with the fairways. The man <laughs> knew his way around a golf course, but Jack's people skills were well below par. He'd been divorced four times. Was a strange. Okay, well, one of these this things is an is asshole. He's an asshole, but how did he get four of them to marry him? He's a groundskeeper. So he's not like a multimillionaire. Maybe he's got a big well, D, you know, said Pam Chatterley, front desk manager. Blah, blah. Detective Louis Sprower is currently questioning three suspects, all of whom are Lumberski's neighbors. Okay, great. So. Okay. So next, what do we have here? Oh, just a nice picture. Very nice. He looks like a total douche. He he sure he looks does. like he's asking to be murdered, bludgeoned he in the backyard. <laughs> now we have a picture of the murder. <laughs> and no. Oh, <laughs> well, that's realistic, isn't it? That is quite. Okay, okay Detective so Ash, I'm making note of the time here that this was 7.07 7 7 a.m. So this was an early tea time on July 20 or yeah, July 22nd. Well, I mean, it wasn't a tea. He was in his backyard. Oh, yeah. He was well, on the golf course, but. Mm -hmm. Okay, he was murdered in his backyard because of the tree situation, but he was, why are there just golf balls? Was he putting in his backyard? Yeah. <laughs> like right. And also, that club is completely straight. It doesn't bend at the end, it doesn't look like. Okay. So he just was whacked in the forehead. There's no other... <laughs> <laughs> but he's very bloody in the face. 
very, very. Funny. Okay, this is the transcript of the 911 call. So okay. I'll be the dispatcher and you be the caller. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. So this call was placed, oh, at 4.04 a.m. So that okay. picture was taken at 7.07 a.m. Okay. So there's about three hours of lag time here between when this was reported, uh, when the call was work. made, and uh-huh. when that picture was taken. Yes. 911, what's your emergency? I was just getting dressed for work and I <laughs> hear this loud bang on the side of my house. So I looked out the window into my backyard and now it's dark out, but I can see some some moron out there pitching golf balls at my house. Did you say he's hitting golf balls against your house? Yeah, that's right. I can see him <laughs> right now. Can't tell who it is. I think he's got, is that my five iron? We'll send someone right out. It's 29 Maple Street, right? I have an officer nearby. Yeah, that's... What the... Sir, is everything okay? That bastard just sent one through the window I'm standing at. Are you okay, sir? Are you injured? Don't think so, but there's broken glass everywhere. Sir, uh, please back away from the window. What the... I don't believe it! He's teeing up again! Sir, please back away from the window. I have a squad car in the area, and it should be there in just a few minutes. I can't. I've got to take another look. I think I know who. Well, slap me silly. It's that dingleberry neighbor of mine. And now he's yelling something. What the? It's your neighbor? What's he saying? Not sure. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to holler at him. What in the Sam Hill's wrong with you? What? No! Sir, are you? That's not my problem, dipstick. <laughs> what? What? Look, I don't care that you planted that tree when it was a seed. Get over it. Look, Nimrod, it was half on my property, so I was well within my... Oh, forget it. Dispatcher, are you still there? I'm still here. I'm going out there to straighten this out. I should have known it was him. Sir, I'm not so sure that's a good idea. If you can just wait until the officer... Lumbersky doesn't wait for nobody! I may be an old duffer, but I can take him on any day. You might want to send an ambulance for the butts. <laughs> for the, the butt sniffer putting divots in my Kentucky bluegrass, though. Sir, I... Can you tell me who it is, sir? Click. Okay. So now we have the next piece of evidence. This is from a law office of Havisham, Rays, and Murray. Okay. This, this is an June organ. Says, when was all this happening? When this is June about? 6th, and the murder was July 22nd. So this is a, about a month and a half right. leading up to the murder from the law office Law office addressed to the uh, victim. Dear Mr. Lumbersky, pursuant to the request of Martin Park, Sam oh, Williams, and Jerry Anderson, this letter hereby prohibits removal of the maple tree, which, according to the surveyor's report, is the joint property of you and the three aforementioned parties. As of the writing of this letter, said tree is not diseased, nor does it currently pose a threat to life or property. You are within your legal rights to remove whatever branches hang over your property line. However, the tree must remain in place and unharmed. According to Mr. Park, when he expressed all three property owners' objection to you removing the tree, you replied that you didn't give a rat's patootie and promised to bring a few branches to his next gazebo party and shove them where the sun don't shine. 
Mr. Park, Mrs. Mr. Williams, and Mr. Anderson have retained my firm for legal counsel regarding this matter. We are prepared to file a lawsuit against you should you ignore or deviate from the prohibitions mentioned within this letter. Consequently, we hereby request a good faith response to this letter as soon as possible. Sincerely yours, Elmer Hevishan. Okay. Suspects. So, okay. We've got photos of the three neighbors. So Sam Williams is a young, very attractive man. (laughs) Uh, I I think he's very attractive. He looks young. What is he, in his 30s? Yeah, probably in his 30s. Jerry Anderson, not so much. No, he looks gross. What does he look like? He's got his eyebrows raised. He's peering over his glasses at you like you're a dumb shit. Yeah. This guy reads the newspaper too much yeah. oh, and yeah. never gets sure. outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Martin Park, Martin Park looks, looks like, a- like he has to poop. He looks like he's clenching his butt cheeks. Uh, <laughs> he is he some sort of constipated might- doctor, perhaps. He's also got yes. glasses. Yes. I think you nailed that one. Okay. So now the next piece of evidence. So this is from your man, Sam. Okay. Okay. Person of interest form for Sam Williams. Address here. He's divorced on the market. Tattoo on his chest. Well, that knocks you down. Oh my gosh. Look, place of birth. He's from Portland, Oregon. Do you know him? I know him. I know. I know Sam. So this is my buddy Sam. He is divorced. General manager at a Jeep. Shasta Jeep. Jeep. Okay, for six Um, years. I don't know if there's anything in these license plate numbers things that I need mm. that we need to be aware of. Mm. All right, he he says his individual statement. I grew up in this neighborhood and everyone always got along before Jack moved in. The first week Jack the jerk Lumberski got here, he decided my above ground pool which had been there for a decade was too close to his property. He actually had a guy from the town come out to measure. It was about a foot too close and Lumberski had the audacity to make me take it down. And when I went to move it, it fell apart. I only get the kids every other weekend since my wife left. And now when it's hot, they'd rather stay at mom's and swim in her pool. Also, I had just finished restoring my dad's old 1964 Mustang. His 80th birthday was coming up and I wanted to surprise him by pulling up in it at the assisted living facility he's at and take him on a little road trip. But that's not going to happen now because when Lumberski had the tree chopped down, a huge limb fell on top of the Mustang and flattened it. When I asked what he was going to do about it, he said it wasn't his problem, but he thought it looked better as a convertible anyway. I definitely had a beef with the guy, but I didn't want him dead. Not really. And then individual who can confirm your whereabouts, he writes, I was asleep by myself. Hopefully that doesn't make me guilty considering it was 4 a.m. Okay, but there could have been motive here. A little Mustang revenge. Yeah. Okay, so this is... Also, I really don't like this Lumberski character. No, 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 no. Okay, so this is the person of interest form for Jerry, one of the other neighbors here. So this is all Open heart surgery scar on chest. Okay. He was was part of the Air Force, Force, and I uh think that's notable for some sort of training. Uh Now, is this the one that we said was read the newspaper too much? Yep, I think so. This is 
difficult writing to read. I'm not sure why they chose this font. It was uh, I was sound asleep when that crusty old man got himself killed in his oh. own backyard. Ever since he moved in, he acted like anyone else's property belonged to him before he had even unpacked all of his boxes. Lumbersky had one of his guys from the country club take down my wife's azelia bushes while we were at work said he had every right as he was allergic to the bees they attract the only thing he was allergic to was displaying common decency she was in tears for days also my wife's been battling skin cancer sorry this is difficult handwriting so this is why my yeah my wife's been battling i'm feeling like i'm reading an old letter that like Mm -hmm. You know, a great grandparent wrote a journal entry. And what's sad is this had- is a, this is an actual font. I think I don't. This isn't like a copy of yeah. someone's handwriting. Like they yeah. chose this, and it was a very dumb decision. My wife's been battling skin cancer on and off for the past few years and having all of the shade in our backyard from that big maple tree, the one he just chopped down, meant so much to her. So once again, at Jack Limbersky's hands, my wife is beside herself. I was fast asleep last night at 4 a.m. Sorry, I can't be of more help. What happened to him wasn't right, but as nasty as that man is to everyone, I can almost see how someone could lose it and want to whack that miserable bastard. So, and his wife is uh, the alibi. Yes. So this is Larry, right? And then that was his name, right? I'm not sure. Jerry. 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 Okay. I'm making a note here. Bush plus <laughs> wife. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last suspect here. Martin, Martin Park. Park. This, this is, is the, the constipated, constipated man. All right. So he has an appendectomy scar. He knows Taekwondo. Ooh. He's an arborist. Look at all of them are from Oregon. This is Cray. The employer, the Oregon Agricultural Association. So he could have been really impacted. Wait, he's an arborist. Is that someone that has to do with trees? What is Mm -hmm. an arbor? Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So he knows how to to chop someone up. Right. Okay. Here we go. He says, our 11-year-old son, Toby, had been away at camp past couple of weeks. And while he was gone, I built him a tree house as a birthday surprise in that very maple tree Lumbersky wanted to chop down. I, along with a couple of my neighbors, had a lawyer prohibit him from doing so. So we figured that took care of that, but we were so wrong. When my wife and I brought Toby back from camp on his birthday, we drove into the driveway to see the tree along with Toby's new tree house torn down and strewn all over the ground. Ooh. You cannot even begin to imagine how upsetting that was for all of us, especially Toby. Well, Toby didn't know about the treehouse because it was a surprise, but okay. Lumbersky was a cold, heartless man, and I know I shouldn't say this, but I am almost glad he's gone. We don't recall hearing anything out of the ordinary last night, and also his spouse is his alibi. Okay? Lumbersky sucks! In the, is like stamped into a tree trunk. Wow. After his death. Oh, yeah. What's the time on that? 7.09 a.m., July 22nd. Mm -hmm. So is there anything else here? Because I think this is all we get before we have to solve the murder. Oh, geez. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Mm -hmm. Any other clues? I'm looking here. I mean, they've all got motive. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's an insurance dude. Man. 
I don't really see. Do we have enough to arrest somebody here? Well, doesn't seem like it. No. Divorced. Shit. Okay, so what else? So then we just go to solve? I think we've got to solve this. So this guy's hitting. I wonder if there was anything back in that 911 call. Hold on. Now that we've got. Okay. So this guy's chipping golf balls into this guy's house at 4 a.m. Okay. What in the Sam Hill's wrong with you? Wasn't one of the guys named Sam? No. Maybe Sam Hill. That's that's like a saying. Have you never heard that? No. I mean, I know. I know that's a saying, but what if it was like... Oh, it is what Sam if, Williams. So I want like, mm, you know, if this transcript was... See if there's any other clues here what the in the Sam call. What wrong with you? Dingleberry neighbor of mine. What in the Sam Hill's wrong with you? He said, that's not I my problem, you planted dipstick. that tree. Wait, so how... Does it say how long they lived in the neighborhood? I guess it doesn't, right? <clears throat> Because this person planted the tree. Whoever did this yeah. planted Wait, the tree. Wait, was that, was that the man with the sun, the tree house? I feel like it's very confusing how there's one tree on four people's properties. Yes. Like, how is that possible? So it does make sense that perhaps the tree house dude, the constipated doctor, maybe the bulk of it was... a. Because also, if it's a joint tree... On four properties, what makes you feel like you can build a treehouse in it? Yeah. Unless it's like you planted it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's the it's a constipated doctor. Yep, I think it's the constipated doctor as well. View answer key. Let's see. Do 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 who whacked, whacked Jack. Jack. Think you know who killed Jack? Prove it below to solve the case. Which of these items is needed to solve the case? Ooh. Nine one one call. And the what's the suspect cork board? So it says, click which items that you need to solve the case. And the options are newspaper article, picture of Lombersky alive, picture of Lombersky dead, 911 call transcript, lawyer's letter, suspect cork board. I am not sure what the suspect cork... Oh, here. This one. Okay. I mean, Does he wasn't. say something about... He doesn't say anything. Up, I don't think you need the cork board, right? I don't feel mm-hmm. like it... I think okay. it's in the 911 call. Yeah. And I don't think the pictures do anything. Which, oh, geez, which line has the necessary clues? So we think it is the, you planted the this tree. The fact that he planted the tree. Right? Yeah. So what line is that? So it's asking what, like, we have to tell the computer 18. all these things. 18, line 18. Okay. We better get this right. Check answer. Looks Which like you're on the right track, item? detective. Which other item is needed to make your case? Oh, okay. So then it gives us the options again. Newspaper article, picture of Lombarski alive, picture of him None dead. Of above. Lawyer's letter, suspect corkboard, picture of stump. So maybe go to, can you, can you go to the picture of him dead? Alive and dead. The alive one, he just looks, I don't feel like him uh, has anything to do with it. Oh yeah. Was there anything on this? We didn't even look at it, but... Okay, so there's nothing in the dead photo. There's nothing in that dead photo. What's the building? There's a building up there to the right. Nope. I don't see anything here. Okay, I don't see I mean, maybe just the suspect corkboard because we could, I mean, is that just like we're matching? Well, what's the the letter? Maybe it's this letter. Okay, so 
uh, removal of the maple tree, according to the surveyors, it's joint property of you and these uh, tree is not diseased. Um, you are within your rights to remove whatever branches. Okay. When he expressed all three objection, you're removing, you replied, don't give the rats patootie and promise to bring a few brain. Oh, wait, who's Mr. Park? So according to Mr. Park, when he expressed all the property owner's objection, who, which one's Mr. Park? Oh, Martin. See, it's that's the uh, constipated doctor. Okay. So maybe that's what it is. The lawyer's the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe. That wasn't it. Jack didn't frustrated. He's afraid he won't figure it out. Want a hint? Click below. Person of interest forms were not an option to choose, but you'll need the... Well, that's what... Huh? The yearly cycle of the seasons affect the way the trees grow. Limbersky really does suck. What? That Okay, how about we try the suspect corkboard? Okay. I'm just going to try it. We're going to try all these. We're going to try all of them. Newspaper article. Picture of him alive? No, what? She's clicking all of these and there none of them are. Maybe it's just the stump? It's got to be the stump. <gasps> Who's the killer? We're saying Who Martin, whacked? right? Uh yeah. Oh shoot, that's not right. Look at the picture Check. of the stump. Wait, go to the picture of the stump. <gasps> Who did I just pick? I don't know. The killer planted the tree as a seed. So here's all the the tree has 40 rings. Oh so my gosh, that's what we needed ago. to do. One of the suspect, only one suspect was alive 40 years prior. <gasps> oh, so it's it was the newspaper Anderson. Oh, okay. So do we make that clear? There is a picture of the stump that says Lumberski sucks on it. And you're supposed to count the rings of the tree trunk. That's actually pretty clever. It is clever. And so there's 40 rings and that is... So that guy, Jerry Anderson, is 49 years old, and he planted the seed when he was nine. So he's lived in this. He was a homeowner at nine. Yeah. All right. Well, yep. that makes sense. Case closed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That was actually really funny to read through, though. And I feel like... So this came from unsolvedcasefiles.com. This also feels like we could do that. That felt very amateur. The other yeah, one look, felt like all more these cases elevated, you know. How much do they charge per case? We'll yeah, figure this cases. out later. All right, you guys. Third love. Boobies. Isn't that boobies? <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. From murder. Um, d- Lumberski was killed and don't, <laughs> don't kill don't your boobs. Kill your boobs. Nailed it. <laughs> Don't kill your boobs. Listen up. Give your boobs some love. In third love. Don't okay? make them flat tree stumps. No, no. No, keep them alive for 40 more years. <laughs> 40 hundred more. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just got to follow up real quick. I finished this green apple angry <laughs> orchard cider, and then I went in for the ace pear this is good you guys this is <laughs> oh the ace pear yeah no we yeah, did like that, that one. one yeah we all right that one. listen up third love had me i was scrolling past them and thought i want to give this a shot okay i went on and i took their fit finder quiz it only took like a minute to with a couple simple questions to find the perfect bra for me. Over 15 million women have taken this quiz to date. It helps you identify the right 
breast size and shape, which was really great to do from home, especially right now. But they stand behind their products. So if you don't love it, you have 60 days to return it. They are dedicated to helping you, the fit stylist at Third Love. These are the real deal, okay? They're super comfortable and there's no substitute for comfort, especially with your bra. They've got details like memory foam cups, no slip straps, Uh uh scratch-free bands, okay? They focus on what matters, which is keeping you comfortable, no shortcuts. And they give back. They donate all their gently used returned bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the U.S. They've donated over $20 million in bras, Ash. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 10% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash sip right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. That's third, T-H-I-R-I-R-D, thirdlove.com slash sip for 10% off today. All right, let's bring it home with a little rant and rave and rave. Okay. I have so many rants, I don't even know where to start. Do you find that? Like, it's harder for me to come mm. up with raves than rants. Like, I can come up with rants all day. But... Yeah. All right. I'm just going to run through a few of them. Okay. okay good, 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 good. All right. Yeah, so me. first, I do not like this new thing that's going on where people say it's like celebrities. And so late, the latest one that I saw was Obama, that they they write and they say, hey, text me if you want to yeah. blah, 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 and we can communicate. Tell me how you're feeling and I'll write back too. And all these celebrities are doing it and it drives me fucking insane because no one's, we don't actually think that's your phone number, fuckhead. You know, it's yeah. like, come on. I just, I, it, it's like they think that they're getting taking one over me on for us. a fool. Don't and take I'm me no for a fool. fool. I'm no dummy. Don't I know mock if I text my intelligence. You, this is Obama or or whoever. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of any other celebrities. I he this went into my rant when I saw Obama post this, and I thought, wow, you've really you've really dipped down low here, buddy. So, but I've seen Chris a lot is of a donator. Do He'll donate to political campaigns. Have you donated to a political ca- campaign like recently? With all this new tech, no, I don't all right. think so. So it's that times a million because he he'll donate and then he'll get emails every single day. That's like, Chris, did you see the latest? Chris, we just need twenty more dollars. <laughs> God, <laughs> like like the fate of the world hangs in your hands, Chris. Yeah. Chris, and speaking Chris, of this, Chris. So how are they contact? Are they texting him? Oh, everything. Yeah. Phone calls, text message, of email. This, this is a but whole the subject rant. lines in the emails are the best. Like best. they're, you are yeah. needed. The, we're going to implode without you. We need you to act today. We need your $20. Otherwise, everyone's dead. Yeah. The fate yeah. of humanity. Um, yes. I also noticed like when I, I've been doing, you know, online shopping and now apparently everybody thinks it's fine to text. So I've just yeah. recently, just this week, I finally unsubscribed from like three different businesses I just wrote back stop, you know, because I'm like, what the hell do I do? Why are you texting me every day about your damn sales? Seriously. If I'm interested, I'll shop, but I don't need this right now. But um, Crate and Barrett CB2, which I love, I did them uh, Anthropology and then Urban Outfitters or something. They were, and I'm like, get out of my life for good. So anyway, that's annoying. This is another thing that I don't know if you'll get, but if you're on TikTok, you guys know what I'm talking about. So, so many times people caption their videos, blah, 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 don't let it flop. Like they're like, this took me hours to put together. Don't let it flop. This was so hard. Don't let it flop. And I'm like, it's just them begging for attention, I feel like. And I just, it drives me crazy. Don't let it flop. Well, 
actually put out better content and then it won't flop. Okay. Instead of begging me for a like and a share or whatever you want me to do, just create good shit and then it'll happen organically. I don't like the don't let it flop. That bugs me. Um, also how much time do we waste trying to find the right way to plug things in? One, the USB cord, right? Mm. How many times do you put it in the wrong mm-hmm. way? And you're like, oh, yeah. and sometimes you yeah. do it and, and like, it doesn't go exactly right. So then you're like, oh, it must be the other way. You flip it and it doesn't like, go in. That's so like, not oh, right. So then it, it must be the push it in harder. Yeah. Am I going like, to fry this? What thing? am I doing here? Am I and then the breaking, other one, am I actively breaking it? Right. Am I, am I breaking it? The other one is those, we have a bunch of, you know, like speakers, our baby monitors. They have that one where it's like a longer edge on one side and then it's kind of got like these slanted and then a longer edge yeah. here. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you got to look, you got to look at the thing. You got to look at the machine, look at the thing. All right. Which way? To, oh, okay. So th- this yeah. is how it's going to line up. And it's yeah. like, how much of my life am I spending trying to plug things in? Whereas yeah. the iPhone charger, you don't have to, you just, uh, you can do it in the dark. Just, uh, I'm just looking, my eyes are closed. It goes in any way I do it. It just goes in, you know, like, yeah. boom, there it is. I don't boom. have to. So that I'm not cool with. No. And it feels like the world stops in those moments where right. you're trying to, you know. and I can't tell you how many times I think, oh, this is okay. So I try it. That's not the right way. Then I flip it. There's only two ways it can go in. You know, yeah. you can't, there's not like a number yeah. of ways. There's two. So you do it. Nope. Doesn't work. So you flip it. Nope. Doesn't work. Yep. And then it's, it was the original way that you had it. Yeah. And all along. Yeah. All along. Anyway, Finicky. and I could go on. I have lots more, but, uh, Finicky. those are a few. Whoa. Well, I've got to just, I got to figure out how to deliver this one. And I guess we're just, we're plowing ahead here. But <sighs> last week, I said that I was going to share some people to follow. Like if you lean left, follow these people who lean right. If you lean right, follow these people who lean left. And we really try and make this not a political podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, as you can see, I just talked shit about Obama and I like him. we, we, We do share our thoughts on things that are really important. This election is really important. It's really important that you vote. So I, I'm not going to share specific people right now, but I am going to share just some ideas around like news in general, because my rant is like how outrageous the news can be. And then also just how, how so much can like infiltrate our lives without us really even knowing. And so I guess this is like kind of a rant and also kind of a challenge to all of us, maybe for like the next week, just try it on for size and see how it goes. But like, I think we should try and take a cleanse from some news sources that are proven like entertainment. They're like Mm -hmm. entertainment news. Okay. And this is on all sides. So like Fox News, Mm -hmm. CNN, Facebook, like those are news sources that can be just really money driven and like really entertainment driven, but they also therefore can have like, they want you to watch that news and get sucked into that news for as long as possible. And therefore they just like spin us out into these echo chambers and like they harden all of us if we watch them for too long. And like what's crazy about, and I have to watch this on Twitter because I'm on Twitter a lot is like, I'll follow a, a certain number of people, but then I'll see like, if they like something, it takes me to other content that I didn't oh, right. ask for. Mm-hmm. Facebook's the same way. Like if you, if you follow things and they like something, it puts things into your algorithms, right. That just kind of can spin you out. And 
you guys should watch The Social Dilemma. You should listen to the podcast, The Rabbit Hole, just for some additional context around this. But I just think we should like try and be mindful of entertainment news in general. And if you if you are on Fox News, like you should go to CNN and just see how different the headlines are. Like I very one, often one more right wing and one because Fox is right wing, right? Fox News is very right leaning and CNN is very left leaning. Okay. And on any given day where there's a lot of news, I would highly encourage you guys to like go look at both and just see how different they are. Mm-hmm. Like America, and I'm really trying hard to like walk a tightrope here, but I just feel like it's helpful to just build awareness of the different information that people can get. I, so I did pick out like some news that just I don't know I'm trying I am personally trying to cleanse opinion news out of my daily routine and focus on like non-for-profit independent news sources and I'm also Which trying to make hard. sure I get a good mix of independent right and left and so here are a couple that I'm following and if you want to follow along with me awesome so I'm focusing my news on Associated Press which is a non-for-profit the AP Reuters, which is also an independent news source. I am aware that the following are left-leaning, but are trusted news sources, New York Times, NPR, and ProPublica. And I am aware that these are more right-leaning, the Wall Street Journal, and The Intercept. But I just feel like my rant is I've been feeling like everybody's so divided And there's all these tensions building up to the elections. And I'm just trying to think of like what actions can we take to just try and help build bridges together versus like further entrench apart. And there's like really serious things going on. And I think spiraling out on entertainment news and opinions is only going to like hurt us even more. Mm -hmm. And so that's my rant slash challenge without trying to be too political, but just let's try and broaden our horizons try and think outside of our own echo chambers and be mindful of what we're letting come into our worlds. So anyway, I think that's good. And it's actually been kind of eye-opening for me recently trying to see things because I am, I'm, yeah, we're not trying to be political, but I don't think it's a secret. We both lean left, um, at least right now. And I have been trying and actually seeing Trump supporters, like what is their point of view and how are they so staunchly in his camp? And just it's been eye opening to me. Not that I'm coming around as a Trump fan, but especially after watching Social Dilemma, understanding that the reason that I have as much rage towards Trump is partially for sure, I would think, because I follow those left wing sources that you're talking about, right? And so it just kind of supports. my line of thinking. I don't ever really follow things that challenge the way that I think. And so just, I think to your point, it's important that we aren't just getting only information that tells us we're right, but is also showing us other sides. And so I've been really trying to think like there are millions of people who support Trump. So why? And just me trying to think about any, you know, any things that I'm missing. And there is clearly a lot that I'm missing, but I mean, it doesn't change the way I vote, but it is changing my mindset. And it is making me feel like for a while, I thought if you're a Trump supporter, I don't, I can't know you. And now I'm like, okay, I can know you, you know, but I'm not going to be a Trump supporter myself. But I feel like even that little edging of like, 
that less divisiveness in me, if we all kind of did that and could see a little bit of the other side, it would be a a healthier nation and world probably. So yeah, I think that's a really let's talk. Let's keep Mm -hmm. our hearts and minds open and let's talk because I'm like after seeing social dilemma and just a lot of things and all these tensions, I'm like just genuinely concerned. Right. And And so I'm just how much of it is our thoughts. Like what Glennon said, you know, how much of of our life is our thoughts and how much of it is stuff that we've been conditioned to believe. And after watching Social Dilemma, you kind of learn that you are continually being fed. Like if if you show interest in something that is left wing, you're being fed like they take you down this road of being more and more and more extremist left wing. So then you think like anyone who's not there is insane and crazy. And that is what I was thinking. And now you just kind of waking up to like, oh, shit, this is exactly what they wanted to happen to me. You know, and um, but then the same thing's happening to people that are right wing. They're going so far to the extreme. And that is why we are as divided as we are. And why all these things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for just like keeping an open mind. And I would love to hear stories like and they don't necessarily have to be political, but maybe stories about people changing their minds. Because I think that's cool. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's strong. And like, you know, sticking up for what's right. And there's things that I draw hard lines in the sand around, especially around human rights, equality, and equality. But I don't know. I don't know. I just think we need to like put down our swords and talk to each other and like be just really thoughtful about what we're letting into our brains and how that impacts our worldview. So, all right, let's rave. Okay. Well, I don't know if I really have like a great rave. Uh, I wanted to share, I mean, if lots like my life is really good right now, but the thing that I want to talk about, <laughs> I had a skin screen done like a year and a half ago or something before I was pregnant with Mac, they found skin cancer, but like the lowest grade. I remember um, that. Yeah. Yeah. So they said like, it's the equivalent to if you, if there's an, a bruise in an apple, if you cut out the bruise, the rest of the apple's good. So it's not like a super scary thing, but if you leave it, it can, you know, grow and whatever be scary. So I had that removed finally a couple of days ago and it's really sore and it sucks. But I guess my rave is I'm trying to weave it into where it's a rave that they caught it early. And mostly I just want to tell you guys to get your skin screens done. Yeah. Um, and just get checked because I talked about this on my social and then I got a few stories from people who, you know, thought they, they like this one girl sent me a story. She had just a freckle that was irritating kind of on her lip and she didn't know. So she went and got it like biopsied and then they found it was skin cancer and the same kind I had, which is basal cell, I think basal cell. And she ended up when they went in, it was worse than she thought. It was just, it was a dry flaky patch, I think is what she said. And they ended up taking like an inch off of her lip from her lip up to her nose. She has a scar all the way up to her nose. And this all just happened this year. And they took like from the, almost from her center of her lip, this little peak down to the corner, like this, basically her whole quarter of her top lip, right? Took it off of her face. And now she's being, she's going through reconstructive surgery and all these things. And it was just something but it was living on her face for a while. They didn't catch it early. And so the rave is that you can go catch it early. But mostly this is just me saying, do your skin checks. Um, and also, this is not a rave either. But we just found out, 
I think we talked about this on Patreon maybe, but my uncle has cancer and they found it at a routine physical. So, which is great. The doctor's very hopeful. He's still going through tests and things um, to find out, make sure it's not spread. But the doctor's very hopeful that they found it early. And so I think like, let's just do, as we're getting older, we need to make sure we're doing those checks. We need to make sure yeah. as women, I think once we get Breast 35, cancer. we're supposed yeah, to mammograms. do our mammograms, you yep. know, and encourage your parents if they're not doing it to do whatever they need to do, but do the skin screens, do the things, just take care of ourselves because it's easy to put off, but it can be really dangerous. So it's not really a rave, but I felt like it was important. Yeah, absolutely. My rave. So we camped uh, right on the beach mm-hmm. this weekend and, and it was like a challenging camping trip because Ben was in a leap and it was also raining the night we got there. So we we're like setting up camp mm-hmm. in the rain and we're like, is this worth it? On Saturday morning, we thought about coming home early. Today was challenging. But yesterday, after we got through the challenging rainy morning and like just Ben is like super fussy, you know, mm-hmm. we get down on the beach and he like knows where we're at and he's out of the phase now because we've been like camping all summer because like the yeah. only thing like we feel safe doing so all summer long he's been just like taking sand and just putting it in his mouth and he's finally like out of that stage mm-hmm. and so this time he was like whoa sand and we got like a shovel for him and he just like sat and just shoveled sand into a bucket mm-hmm. for like a really long time just practicing but there was this moment i took a picture of it i put it on my personal instagram he was like running down the hill towards the water And his face just was like pure happiness. Mm -hmm. And there were so many moments yesterday where I thought, what is this emotion that I'm feeling? Like, I actually don't know the word. And I I definitely know that I've only felt it like being a mom where I'm not sad. I don't feel sadness. I definitely feel happy, but it's more than that. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel pride, but it's more than that. I definitely feel sentimental, but it's more than that. And I'm like looking at him, look at the beach. And I feel on like the verge of tears, but I don't cry. And I'm like, what is that feeling? Mm -hmm. And I don't have a word for it, but it is the best. And that is my rave. Mm. Anyway, you guys, thank you for sipping with us. We love you. This one was a twisty, turny, spooky, cidery event. This so was an event. We hit Chad has his work yeah. cut out for cut him. Cut out, literally um, cut it out, Chad. You know? Cut out your skin. Cut, cut out, out this podcast. Cut up this bodies. whole thing down. <laughs> cut up bodies. Cut up trees, tree stumps. Cut up your limiting, your right wing and left wing. Just slash it all. Hey, guys. Don't let this flop. Don't <laughs> let it flop. <laughs> yeah. Rate, subscribe, review, sign up everywhere, and you can sit with us always. We will. And we will see, see you, you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. 
Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.